Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we are going to dive into the nuances of All About Love by Bell Hooks, a powerful discourse on the concept of love in our society. At the turn of the millennium, Bell Hooks embarked on a quest to reconcile the dynamics of love both on an individual and societal level. In her book, All About Love, she poses a compelling argument that our common understandings of love are deeply flawed and hindered by societal expectations, particularly of romantic love. Hooks takes us on a journey, dismantling these common barriers and uncovering the steps we need to take towards a more loving society, not just in our intimate relationships, but also in our interactions with the community at large. Intricate in its depth, yet universally appealing in its approach. All About Love is a must-read for introspective thinkers seeking to understand the essence of love. Community-minded people looking to enrich their relationships and those with an interest in the intertwined nature of gender roles and relationships. In a larger context, All About Love reflects the intellectual prowess of its author, Bell Hooks, a feminist cultural critic and a well-recognized figure in literature and social commentary. She has penned over 30 books, each one resonating with her insights into the intricate dynamics of capitalism, gender, and race. Her earlier writings such as Ain't I a Woman, Black Women and Feminism, and Yearning, Race, Gender, and Cultural Politics have become instrumental for those exploring racism and sexism. Hook's profound insights and influential writings have earned her recognitions, including the American Book Award and a nomination for the Hurston Wright Legacy Award. For anyone seeking to break down the misconceptions of love and move towards a deeper understanding, All About Love provides a captivating and insightful journey. Stay tuned as we unravel the intricate facets of this thought-provoking piece. All About Love, New Visions. Introduction. Dive into love's profound mystery and find ways to enhance your relationships. As children, we are all introduced to the concept of love through enchanting fairy tales, captivating media narratives, and the heartwarming romantic anecdotes of our elders. These experiences instill in us a belief that love possesses an extraordinary ability to transform our lives for the better. Yet, in the world of today, we seem to have lost sight of love's true essence. Our global culture is consumed by an insatiable hunger for power and material wealth. And in the process, love has been largely sidelined. Despite the prevailing cynicism surrounding love, we continue to yearn for it, often in a despairing and desperate manner. But herein lies the issue. Our elusive quest for love stems not from its scarcity, but rather from a deeply ingrained misunderstanding of what love truly is. Throughout this exploration, we'll delve into the intricacies of love, questioning not only our preconceived notions of it, but also the expectations we harbor and the ways we seek it. By doing so, you'll garner insights that can reshape your perception of love, equipping you to approach it with a newfound understanding within your family, your friendships, and most importantly, with yourself. Prepare to journey into the realms of love as we unravel why emotions of love can often lead to hurtful behavior, 
how a simple existence can create a welcoming space for more love to enter your life, and the invaluable love lessons your friends can teach you. Part 1. Unraveling the True Meaning of Love Is there a subject more pervasive, omnipresent and universally spoken of than love? It weaves itself into the fabric of our movies, fills the pages of our books and sets the rhythm to our songs. Yet, despite being surrounded by such constant reminders of love, many of us struggle to comprehend its true essence. This flawed understanding complicates our pursuit of love, often turning it into a puzzling and perplexing endeavor. Conventionally, we perceive love as a profound affection that we hold for our families, friends, or romantic partners. However, by focusing solely on this emotional aspect, we often overlook the importance of making deliberate choices and taking meaningful actions necessary for love to truly blossom. This feeling-centric view of love sometimes blinds us to actions that are distinctly unloving. We see this dynamic in those who stay in abusive relationships, justifying their partner's harmful behavior under the guise of love. This misinterpretation of love isn't confined to romantic relationships. It takes root during our formative years when, as children, we are disciplined by parents who, while professing their love for us, resort to physical punishment or verbal aggression. This creates a harmful belief that love can coexist with mistreatment. To authentically understand and experience love, we need to see it not just as an emotion, but as an action, a verb. Echoing the sentiments of numerous psychologists and theorists, the author presents a compelling definition of love. It is the act of nurturing spiritual growth within ourselves and in those around us. When we embrace this perspective of love, it urges us to seek out actions that express our love, rather than relying solely on emotional assurances. This shift in mindset nurtures a societal ethos that vehemently rejects any form of abuse or neglect in relationships. Part 2 The barriers to love in our society, dishonesty and materialism. Picture this, you're creating an online dating profile. You've got an attractive profile picture, a list of fascinating hobbies, and now you're left with detailing your attributes. Would you ever consider describing yourself as someone prone to deceit? Highly unlikely, right? We grow up learning that deception is fundamentally wrong. However, paradoxically, when it comes to relationships, our societal norms seem to implicitly encourage men and women to deceive one another. Our society, rooted in patriarchy, has traditionally allotted more power to men, fostering an expectation of dominance. This sense of supremacy often emboldens men to bend rules and norms to their advantage, with little concern for the ramifications, thereby fostering a culture of deception. Numerous times, the author has been lied to by men in an attempt to conceal their true feelings or evade confrontation and accountability. Patriarchy has also prompted women to resort to dishonesty. Unlike men who use deceit as a tool for power, women often lie to secure love or to get what they desire from men. Society's expectations of women frequently encourage them to alter their appearances to be deemed attractive or even to feign weakness and ignorance to avoid intimidating potential partners. Dishonesty, whether it emanates from men or women, corrodes trust, 
making it arduous to forge the deep connections necessary for love to thrive. Adding to these challenges is society's heightened emphasis on greed and materialistic pursuits. Our culture constantly bombards us with messages equating success and happiness with unrestrained consumption and instant gratification. In this rat race for wealth, sprawling mansions, and cutting-edge gadgets, our relationships often get compromised. People are treated as disposable commodities, readily discarded if they fail to meet our immediate needs, creating an environment where love, which requires time and dedication, struggles to take root. Despite these grim realities, there's a silver lining. It's entirely possible to alter our life approach, and consequently, our approach towards relationships. Instead of incessantly striving for more, often at the expense of others, we can choose to live a simple life, emphasizing shared resources and compassion towards others. Part 3. Building the Foundation of Love Through Self-Love and Spirituality How often have we come across the adage that one needs to first love themselves to love others? This wisdom, repeated time and again by caring friends, family members, psychologists, and self-help literature, indeed holds an invaluable truth. When we cultivate a loving relationship with ourselves, nurturing our growth, we are better equipped to offer the same to others. This not only enriches our relationships, but also paves the way for a more positive and loving social environment. However, the journey to self-love is a conscious effort. It doesn't just happen. The road to self-love begins with acknowledging any lingering self-esteem issues or negative feelings about oneself. Understanding the root causes of these feelings, be it a judgmental parent or societal pressures regarding body image, is a critical step. Once these root causes are identified, we can begin to counter these negative perceptions with affection, acceptance, and self-care. But self-love alone isn't sufficient to foster loving relationships. It's equally important to extend love and care to those around us. This is where spirituality comes into play. While spirituality is often associated with religion, it needn't be restricted to it. At its core, spirituality communicates a profound message. We are all interconnected, part of a grand collective consciousness that some might refer to as God, or simply a higher power. When we love ourselves and others, we honor this profound interconnectedness. When we respect our connection with others and live lives guided by the principles of love, we place a higher value on nurturing relationships and interactions. This requires the courage to align our actions with our values. Consider, for example, men who stand against domestic violence yet hesitate to challenge the patriarchal system that facilitates it, fearing the loss of their privileges. To truly build a society grounded in love, we need to be willing to act upon our spiritual beliefs and our understanding of love. Of Part 4. Fostering Love Through the Embrace of Community, Family and Friendships If I asked you to identify your family members, where would you begin and where would you end? Most of us limit our definition of family to our immediate family, parents and siblings, largely due to societal emphasis on the nuclear family. In doing so, we tend to overlook the extended family, the grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins, who form our larger familial community. Communities are the perfect platforms for cultivating love. 
By sidelining the extended family community, we inadvertently rob children of potential encounters with love. Isolated nuclear families often breed over-dependence. Women might depend entirely on their husbands, while children might rely solely on their mothers, creating an environment where abuse and neglect could potentially go unnoticed. Broadening our definition of family to encompass extended kin opens up opportunities for individuals to experience love and affection, even if these are lacking within the nuclear family. The author's personal experiences reflect this. Despite growing up in a dysfunctional home environment, characterized by shaming and humiliation, the presence of a caring grandfather offered her a beacon of hope, demonstrating that families can indeed be spaces of love and compassion. It's a harsh reality that not everyone has the privilege of having an extended family around, or even if they do, these relationships may not always be nurturing. But this shouldn't mean that one should miss out on the blessings of community. Nourishing friendships offer an alternative avenue to build community and experience love outside the family environment, teaching us lessons in mutual respect and conflict resolution. Take a moment to reflect on your closest friendships, the bonds that have endured the test of time. Undoubtedly, these relationships have seen their fair share of squabbles and disagreements, yet you've learned how to navigate these disagreements and return to a place of mutual understanding and care. These experiences and lessons gleaned from friendships can shape how you approach relationships with family, romantic partners, and even new acquaintances. Part 5. The Intersection of Shared Growth, Communication, and Honesty in the Realm of Love Imagine a casual coffee date with a friend. The conversation veers towards relationships, and you ask your friend about their expectations from a partner. They begin describing how they wish to be treated, what they wish to receive. However, in this engagement, we often overlook a crucial aspect of any relationship, the act of giving. It's natural to seek fulfillment, affection, care, attention, and time in relationships. However, it's equally important to offer these to our partners. When giving and receiving are balanced, a relationship blooms as both partners share in its growth and nurturing. Unfortunately, societal norms and stereotypes around gender roles can obstruct this shared growth. The author underscores this point with anecdotes from her own relationships. In one relationship, influenced by societal norms, her partner viewed women as caretakers akin to their mothers. In another relationship, the partner clung to sexist ideologies to assert his masculinity and dominance. In both instances, the author found herself yearning for the love she desired but never received, as her partners were conditioned to adhere to stereotypical gender roles rather than giving love. These gender roles act as blinders, hindering both men and women from fostering genuine loving relationships. Breaking these shackles and actively learning how to love could indeed be a game changer for all. Ironical as it may be, re-evaluating one particular gender role might be the key to doing away with them entirely. Women, often raised to be nurturing and caring, could be the torchbearers in guiding men towards love. However, this transformation can only occur when men acknowledge the need to learn how to love and are ready to prioritize their partner's needs alongside their own. Part 6. Dispelling the Myth of Effortless Love 
and challenging, unrealistic expectations. Think back to the last romantic comedy you enjoyed, or the romance novel you just couldn't put down. Is it recent, perhaps from a few years back? Regardless, you're undoubtedly aware of the cliched narrative, boy encounters girl, and they spontaneously fall head over heels in love, a process seemingly beyond their control. This notion that we can't control who we love isn't limited to the realms of romantic comedies and novels. It has infiltrated our perceptions of our own romantic roles. By succumbing to this passive belief, we sabotage our ability to be proactive and intentional in love and to consider thoughtfully what we seek in a partner and what we can offer them. Actively choosing our romantic relationships offers us a higher probability of finding suitable partners, fostering mutual growth along the journey. But this issue of a perceived lack of control isn't the only romantic myth that has infiltrated our understanding of love. Many are ensnared in the quest for the intense passion and effortless connection depicted in media, misinterpreting these transient sensations for love and stewing in disappointment when they falter. Consider a likely scenario. Two people meet and share an immediate attraction. The onset of their relationship is marked by pure exhilaration and seamless interactions. But as they delve deeper into each other's lives, they encounter unavoidable imperfections and obstacles. Perhaps one partner's insecurities from childhood come to light, or the other struggles with open communication. Because they believe that love should be uncomplicated, they shy away from these challenges, abandoning the relationship under the pretense that it wasn't destined. Such a stance stunts the development of love. True love blossoms when we acknowledge and accept each other as we are and commit to progress together, despite the difficulties and far from the movie-like perfection. Love requires effort, understanding, and a readiness to face the challenges that come our way. Final Summary At its core, cultivating genuinely loving relationships boils down to a readiness to perform acts of kindness, compassion, respect, and nurturing. Not just for others, but for ourselves as well. By embodying these qualities, we not only enhance our personal relationships, but also contribute towards building a society rooted in values of care and respect for everyone. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.